The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, August 6th, all day long today. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's going to be an absolutely beautiful day, and we've got a great show for you. From the Pacific Ocean... All the way up to Eureka, back down again. We're going to be talking king salmon. They're running up and down the coast, getting closer and closer to shore every single day. Troy Barr's got info on Lake Berryessa. He'll tell you all about it. It's starting to pick up today. And we've got Alan Fong live in the studio from his YouTube channel, Alan Fong Outdoors. Great frog video. We'll be talking about it. A lot of topwater blow-ups. It kind of makes bass fishing exciting, even for a guy like me. And Mike Ogney. And Mike Ogney. I still hate him. He's up in Alaska, but we'll talk to him anyway. And then we're heading up to Stampede Reservoir, checking on the great action up there with James Netzel, the Tight Lines Guide Service. Senior Tuna's back from a six-day trip back the, aboard the Vagabond. You know, he's got some stories to tell us. And, of course, Kevin Brock will be hooking up with us live from the Feather River with FishKevinBrock.com. He's out there chasing King Salmon and did the opener, slammed him on the opener last weekend. He'll tell you all about it. Travis Morgan's got some great info for you for... All the stuff going on through guns, fishing, and other stuff. Justin Leonard's been at Bullard's Bar, Inglebright, chasing salmon and fishing catfish all night last night. He'll tell you all about it live on the show. And there's more, lots more. But let's get started right now by hooking up with the man himself. Head to the Berkeley Marina and climb on board the California Dawn with Captain James Smith. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Tell us about it. I saw the beautiful pictures you sent me. What a week it's been. Yeah, what a, what a week. Uh, we've been uh, up the coast, and we've been out uh, down the south side in the middle. I mean, you name it, we fished it this whole week. We're seeing still great numbers on the salmon. I had anywhere from a to limits on the salmon all week. Good-sized fish, fish up to 38 pounds this past week. Well, it was a big, big bruiser, but... Uh, a lot of good-sized salmon. They're all starting to gather around the gate right now. They're all lining up, trying to get a little stiff of fresh water. Good luck finding it. But they're uh, they're <laughs> lining up there to smell it. So we're starting to see the big ones are showing up. You know, Duxbury and the Channel Buoys, of course, have been fishing down off Pacifica. But uh, what a really good what a really good week we've had on the salmon. And then uh, yesterday I had a link cod tournament it was a swim bait tournament all swim baits it's it was all plastic a lot of good bass fishermen a lot of, it was lot all of bass fishermen was what it was sep it was all all the phoenix rods guys yeah all the phoenix rods guys uh everybody showed up for the for the tournament and wow we we, we molly whopped them up at the point yesterday um 68 link cod for the boat we we're still trying to get the rock cod limits, and we released another 40-plus link cod, not trying to catch the things. They were just thick as fleas up there. It was great. And and also, did you look in the photo? Did you look really closely at the photo? There was a Pacific halibut caught on the boat yesterday. Guy got it on a swim bait. What a 
what a bonus to get up there. You know, they're, they're, uh, we're, we see a few a year and that one ate a swim bait. Very cool to get guy won the jackpot with it. So what a way to end the day. Got a nice big, uh, Pacific. So wide open fishing, good weather, everything you want out here right now. I mean, it, it's just a broken record here of all the good stuff happening in the Bay. Well, the halibut in the Bay continues. I know some private boaters have been going out there. They said it's fast action. They drive all the way over from Vacaville and they turn around and come back like two hours later. They said that was a wham bam and over for us and we didn't even have to look around. So the act, the action is still popping in the Bay for halibut, obviously. Oh yeah. The, the halibut. So today's group, uh, is chartered, um, for a halibut trip. So we're going to, we're going to stay inside tomorrow. I'll be back on the salmon grounds. But, uh, like I said, pretty much pick anything you want right now it's it's all pretty much biting so uh it doesn't matter salmon rock cod link cod stay inside get a, a halibut we stopped halibut fishing pretty much because everybody's freezers were full of them although i had my boat on halibut this week um high day was just a couple fish short of limits so good bite on those guys um pretty much can't go wrong anything you do except you go left go right go straight out you pick them and uh, and uh, you can catch them. It's good. That's great. Well, I know you're keeping an eye on some warm water that's about sixty miles out. Uh, tell our listeners what you're looking at there. Well, uh, we've been eyeing the Albacore grounds. Obviously, the the California Don Two is very well equipped to go do a uh, tuna. You know, it's a fast boat. We got the tank and the galley and everything. So I mean, it, it's set up like a long range boat basically, but. Uh, there were some reports this last week. I heard um, I heard 15 miles outside the Farallons, which isn't that bad of a run. Typically, you know, here for us, we got to usually get about 40 miles off the coast because you got to get a ways out before you drop off the shelf. But uh, some albacore being caught. I know there's a lot of guys looking at albacore today. If you got the terrapin shot. You can see there's warm water from off of Monterey, and it just extends up for miles and miles and miles, and it's all in reach, and it's in my reach for sure. I'm just waiting to get a few more um, reports, and we'll see if there's any numbers that pop up. The big bulk of the albacore have been coming from Fort Bragg right now. I know uh, Shelter Cove, there were guys that hit up to 100, 100 plus per boat there this week um just 10 miles off a of shelter so there's a big school of albacore up there um i'm just hoping that those fish or those numbers like those numbers show up here and uh you'll see the caledon too will be definitely out in the albacore grounds but i'm gonna i'm gonna sit tight and wait for a few reports normally i'd stick my neck out and say hey let's go but it's seven bucks a gallon for diesel <laughs> i'm gonna let a few guys look around before me before i uh take that kind of boat ride and commitment absolutely plus it's what you got probably a three and a half four hour run um uh, yeah i mean you know we we could uh our range is up to 100 miles but um you know typically we'd like to stay and especially at these fuel prices we'd like to stay inside of 60 that's a good that's a good run and you know that gives everybody plenty of fishing time so well, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of strange warm water fish caught up in the Fort Bragg area. Somebody sawed a big swordfish or something up there. Some billfish was caught. In addition to the sea bass are being caught also, coming in a little bit closer to shore. Yeah, some dorado were caught, and there was even a rogue 150 157 pound bluefin caught off of Deep Reef this last week here off of Half Moon Bay. 
11 miles from shore. So, mm. yeah, we're starting to see an influx of warm water fish, and <laughs> who knows what's going to happen next up here. But I can see it already. The-, the California Dawn 3, your specialty <laughs> boat. Oh, gosh, don't tap me. I, I got Skippered by Ish Monroe. Yeah, Captain Ish. <laughs> Captain Ish. <laughs> Well, James, you got the best of both worlds going on right now, and it sounds to me like another world of warm water fishing is coming up along the coast, so you're going to have a great opportunity. Folks, if you're interested, get a hold of James, find out what's going on, pay attention to his website, pay attention to what he says here on the show, get on the list. I guarantee you there's people interested. The day he made the first post, my phone started ringing and text messages came in. They said, Sep, you want to go on this? I said, not on a bet. I'm too old yeah. for going out four hours and bouncing around in the seas catching those. You know, those we're starting to, we can see fall fishing from where we're standing um, right now. You know that, right? Don't I, even talk like that around me. You know what's sitting at Gone Fishing Marine right now. I know what's at Gone Fishing Marine for you right now. My new boat is here and that's exciting to me. It's been way too long and I can't <laughs> wait. Blanton called me and I'm going to put mine in fresh water for a while, James. You can have the salt for a little bit, but I got to figure out Lake Berryessa pretty quick. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's calm today. It's just like Lake Barry, Barry S out there. You'd be fine. I'm sure I would. And that's, I'm fine on land with both feet planted here too. So now I've, I've done albacore fishing. It's a great deal of fun. It uh, really burns me out and, uh, I want to do it again. There's no doubt about it, but I'm going to wait for James to say they're really close. Seb. Let's go do it. And I'll be on board. You can count on it. Captain James Smith with the California Dawn folk, Ocean Kings, Lincoln, Halibut, everything's going on. Give them a call and climb on board the California Dawn 1 or 2, and I guarantee you a great day on the water. James, give them all the hookup info they need. Sure. The number here, 510-417-5557, or reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram, daily updates, fish photos, all the information you need. Come check us out. Come fishing. Have a great day on the water, my friend, and uh, keep sending those photos. They were impressive. Thanks, guys. As always, have a great show. We'll talk to you soon. Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn, planning on a great day on the water with his clients. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're heading up to Eureka. We'll climb on board with Greenwater Fishing Adventures and check in on the action up there, too, right after this quick break. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and of course, crab combo trips. Where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiber glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.cal 
CaliforniaDawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Duckworth Boats. Hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship. With models from 18 to 40 feet. Designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards. The Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. More California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, we're back in studio, Kit. You had a rather large guest in the uh, studio know, this you know weekend. You the snag-proof open frog tournaments going on in the California Delta. They're always the first week of August every year, Sep. And uh, I was lucky enough to have our old buddy Bobby Barrick hang out with us live in studio. Uh, he's uh, he's in town from Texas, and he's coming to uh, uh, coming to the snag-proof open and just hanging out. You know, they're one of his major sponsors. and. So well, he was Bobby full out. of information. That's he for was, sure. and it was you know. I mean, I haven't seen Bobby in a couple of years since he's moved to Texas. So I think I might have ran into him at a show somewhere. But it was fun. To just Where in Texas frogs. did he move? He, I, uh, I don't really know. I was it's born there, you know. Yeah, no, Texarkana. He's, he's down there. Uh, I think he's. I, I don't. I don't know. He's he's down there somewhere. He's down there someplace. He doesn't have too bad of an accent. He's yet, got so he, no, and he's and he and he's got family down there. That look uh, how fast Graver goes. Y'all, y'all, yeah. No, hey Graver, I know you're listening back there in whatever Kentucky, Georgia, whatever yeah. wildlife area you're it hiding. It was pretty in. cool when you and Alan Fong walked in studio today. I thought, man, we could just we could just probably we could do six hours. Probably we could probably just derail everything we had planned. You know what would be really bad about that is all be bass. That's all you guys would have talked. <laughs> we might have. You know, yeah. Bobby was at the shop for two hours yesterday. Yeah. You yeah. do a seminar? <laughs> no. He, <laughs> yeah, you know that guy. He, he did a video, movie. and he did a video. I saw that, and he just hung out. Yeah, so. he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah he's a great guy. Yeah. No question about it. And a great source of information that well, you had to he share was with your listeners. Really, our original, he was the original guy fighting for our water rights out here. You know, oh, yeah. Bobby was the, <clears throat> one of the guys that really pioneered the, 
you know, you guys yep. need to look at what they're doing and, and now every, he, now he can come back and see what they've done. Well, and you know what? He, he's everything he told us was going to happen. So that pretty much has. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's yet to happen too. There's a lot more coming our Absolutely. way. I'm sure. And it Absolutely. won't be water. Yeah. It'll yeah. be a lot of other things. Well, let's check on the big water. Let's head a little bit north of where we've been. Let's head up to the Eureka area, and let's climb on board the Shellback with Captain Tony Zapolvita with Greenwater Fishing Adventures. Good morning, Tony. Morning, guys. How are we doing? We are doing outstanding. Tony, your salmon season came right around the corner again August 1st. What's going on up there? Did it pop loose? Yeah, salmon so so. It's, uh, yeah, our salmon season opened again August 1st. I'm not super impressed with it, though. And I haven't been putting much time in it, on, on, honestly. Uh, we've still been fishing a lot of Pacific halibut, uh, a lot of lingcod trips. There are a few salmon around to be caught. But like I said, I'm not overly impressed with what I've seen so far. But that could change any minute. Well, you get a lot of the fish to start coming in tighter to shore, start moving up and down the coast a lot, staging before they come to the rivers. We're starting to see some staging down here at all. Are you hearing about any schools or anything? Anything going on around there as far as staging or preparations? Or There's certainly no rain to attract them. No, no. It sounds like there's probably some fish starting to poke into the Klamath up there. Uh, but we don't really fish that zone right at the mouth. Most of that's shut down. Um, and it mostly it's just real warm water. Right? We're looking at Albacore uh, not far from our back door right now. And um, and like I said, the Pacific halibut fishing has just been phenomenal. I fished them yesterday. and we. We had a triple that was a 40, a 50, and a 60-pounder, a triple hookup. And uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of been stealing the show here lately. That's a fish taco uh, hookup right there, Sep. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, the uh, yeah, Pacific yeah. salmon, uh, or excuse me, the Pacific uh, uh, halibut fishery is uh, scheduled for closing here pretty quick, isn't it? It is. We've got a couple days left, and then we're going to shut. They're going to shut that one down, uh, which was great. We got a good bit more time than we did last year. Well, they base it all on tonnage, and I know they've been increasing the tonnage every year to allow you guys to take more and more of the Pacific halibut, which are you know different and obviously larger than the California halibut. But we're still left with great halibut action in our bays down here. Are you experiencing that up there too? Yeah, you know, I haven't done much of it, but I know they are catching them in Humboldt Bay, and. uh it's, uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't. That's been, a, that's become a fall. On the outside this year, but. The Humboldt Bay halibut fishing has become a fallback fishery for you guys, hasn't it? As a result of when yeah, you can't great. get out, you've got a, you have a great place inside to fish, but yet you have such phenomenal fishing, you consider a great fishery just kind of an extra little fishery on the side. Cause you've got yeah, the lost coast. The you've got the lost coast, dude. You got it all down there. Total wilderness, Bleeding. great. Spoiled. Great fisheries. Draw the picture for them one more time, will you? Oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's the best bottom fishing in the state of California, I'd wager to say. It's, uh, um, lots of big lane cod, lots of old growth rockfish in an area that gets very, very, very little fishing pressure. And, uh, so yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty spoiled up here. Well, Tony, you're going to concentrate your efforts is sticking to what, uh, produces best, or are you going to make some concerted efforts chasing the salmon as they get in a little bit tighter and get a little more active yeah we'll just see how it goes i mean i know i've got uh you know basically it's all regulars on the book here for the next month and 
and most of them are pretty flexible in terms of what we do. They just want to go have a fun day and uh, catch a big box of fish. And, uh, you know, it sounds we'll to me, it, it sounds to me like experienced guides have experienced customers, and those customers never leave, and they know that guide, that experienced guide, is going to take them to where the best action is. Sounds like there's a lot of trust between you and your clients right now. I have a really good group of guys, and uh, yeah, they're they're normally open to just go have fun and uh, doing what we think is going to be the guest, best game plan for the day. Well, Tony, give them all the hookup information they need because they got to get up there in God's country and enjoy the absolutely spectacular action that you've got to offer. Give them all the hookup information uh, they need and where they can find photos and goodies about you, too. Phone number 707-845-9588. The place to check out what we're doing is on Facebook, Greenwater Fishing on Facebook. Tony, thank you much for hooking up with us. Have a great day on the water. We will talk to you again real soon, my friend. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Greenwater Fishing Adventures, folks, have an opportunity. Climb on board with the man. You know, there's a lot of very important stuff going on um, all over. Last week, you heard Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, talk about the big important striper meeting coming up, talking about slot limits, size limits, and to maintain our striper fisheries so that they aren't wiped out like so many politicians in our state might like to see. So hooking up with us right now is a man with a great deal of information on all of this to share with you and to ask you to participate, the president of the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association, Mr. James Stone. Good morning, James. Good morning, Seth. How are you? I'm doing outstanding. Tell our listeners what's up and why it's so important that they participate. Well, hello, everybody. I hope you're all doing good out there on the water today. And uh, one of the most important uh, events that we have coming up right now is the Stripe Bass Town Hall hosted by the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. It's going to be in West Sacramento on August 24th at 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. if you're showing up in person. And if you want to do a remote hybrid uh, because you can't attend in person in West Sacramento, then you can re- uh, you can attend via remote hybrid. We will be announcing that information as soon as the department releases it next week, and we'll be sharing it all over social media of how you can get involved remotely. Otherwise, you need to show up in West Sacramento at 1010 Riverside Parkway, and that's where we are going to be trying to uh, – testify on behalf of the general public of what we're seeing out on our waterways as recreational anglers, as well as guides and charter boats from the Golden Gate all the way inland to the deltas and bay, as well as the rivers. Um, The decline of bass has been uh, more prominent over the past decade than we've ever seen before, even on the lowest numbers that we saw in the 80s after uh, we started doing net pens and raising extra fish to try to repopulate the area full of striped bass in the delta and after the 1995 uh, stoppage of that from the net pens uh, we have continually seen a downtrend in the species of striped bass as well as salmonids as well as sturgeon shad all of the anadromous species are declining in the delta and it's a very sad thing. And so we are um, advocating to get out there on the 24th to speak on behalf of the striped bass as recreational anglers of what we want. We are requesting the slot limit that is 20 inches to 30 inches, which will be the the range of where we believe is 
the beginning starting point of a slot limit for protections of the striped bass so that we can continually fight for an iconic species that's been in California for 140 years so that your kids and grandkids can catch them. Well, it's uh, something needs to be done. I remember uh, sitting out with a buddy of mine from the Department of Fish and Wildlife catching fish in the four-and-a-half-pound range uh, a couple of years ago, and he said, you know, it's really a shame. And I said, what? You know, we're catching nice four-and-a-half-pound stripers out here. And he goes, yeah, the average used to be about eight-and-a-half. Before that, the average was around ten-and-a-half. And it's just really yeah. diminished over the years. They, they, politicians don't like the stripers. They don't like anything that swims in water except I won't even go there. <laughs> I was going to say they're nuts, but I won't. <laughs> you know, right. they got to have their pecans floating around in it. They got to have their yeah, pistachios. Almonds and pistachios. Yeah. Well, whatever it takes. It's all a little on the costly. We need water. We need reallocation of water. We need somebody to take over and start getting taken care of. But our last guest, the guy that was here before, Bobby Barrick, was crying the same thing for how many years? 20 years out here? At least. And or more. screaming at the wall did what? Yeah, not a thing. And, and, and he was, he was by himself for so many of those battles. And exactly. it's great to see folks like James and the NorCal guys, the Sportsman's Association. They've done a great job defending, you know, everything that, uh, uh, that, that we need to They're standing up there. for the anglers Absolutely. out there. And, and the hunters and, and they do a great job. They, they are doing a wonderful you, job. If you're not supporting done. them, you're not a member, you need to be. If you're an outdoorsman, you're an angler, you're a hunter, you need to support these guys and keep them out there in the fight for you. And every outdoor organization needs your help right now. Yeah. Coming through COVID, coming through everything we've come through, all of these guys need your support. So whenever you can support, whether it's dinners, events, tournaments, participate. Help them keep the funding coming in so that they can fight for you on your behalf. James, this is a really important meeting. Let's make sure we clarify the time and date and everything one more time for everybody. They need yeah. to be heard. This happened 20 years ago, Kent. Was it 20 or longer? That you it's longer. Now, unfortunately, my daughter's 23. If that oh, doesn't break geez. down for you, Seth, it's probably closer to 30 that we were there. We did the same thing back in those days with Bobby and a bunch of other In Rio people. Vista. In Rio Vista, raising yeah. hell, and we decided we weren't going to say a word, and we sat there, and we couldn't keep our mouths shut. <laughs> Neither one of us. Both went up. <laughs> but that's the way it works. So if you folks don't stand up for it, you're going to get more and more taken away. There's no question about it. Or just say eliminated. Yeah, not taken no, away. that's exactly right. What else do they need to know, James? Well, yeah, you guys are absolutely right. And I still get to talk to Bobby, which is great. And uh, I've got a lot of the, the data from the past uh, generations that have continually fought for striped bass. As you know, the lawsuits are going to be coming, um, you know, and that's why the department wants to make sure that the recreational fishery is behind this. We've seen the population of adult striped bass now fall, dwindle below 300,000 adults, which is the estimate. The original threshold was 500,000. If it ever drops below 500,000 adults over 18 inches, we've got a problem. And they are the indicator species, which is what the science shows. Um, again, you know, we're following the science. We're following the science. But then when it comes to striped bass, we throw the science against the wall and we go, oh, no, no, no that's not the problem for striped bass. Striped bass are bad. And we paint them with this broad brush. And the, the problem is the propaganda that's being sold to Southern California, and I say Southern California, south of Tracy, um, anyone that's south of those pumps is being sold propaganda that what's going on is it's striped bass that's killing your salmon, 
And that's why we have no salmon, and that's why the state water board's curtailing our water rights, and that's why we, we don't have water for towns, people, and farms, which is just complete, complete lies. So what people need to do is educate themselves, just like you do on every topic in California. Follow the science. You'll see the graph and the presentation from our organization and scientists that have collectively over 90 years between our top three scientists, all over 30 years, studying striped bass in California. They all know it better than anyone else. It's one of the, one of the two scientists that Kent, UNCEP, and many others, uh, Dr. David Ostrak, uh, who was partners with John Butler in the days. Um, John has retired since, but we have him. We have uh, Dr. Cynthia Dukes bloom as well as uh, possibly Dr. Peter Moyle showing up. So it's very, very important that you get out there, you voice your concerns of what you would like to see. But the reasoning that we're doing this is simply for the fact that the general public is accepting of this because this is a proposal from the anglers of the state of California saying, hey, state of California, we're tired of watching our population shrink. And just like you said, you know, we used to have a lot of 28 to 32 inch bass. Those are gone. Then we had a lot of 25 to 27 inch bass. Those are practically gone. Now the bulk of our species are male bass that are smaller schoolies, 17 to 20 inches. We've got to start protecting a younger age class to give them more time to reach sexual maturity and spawn, while at the same time promoting all fisheries like salmon and steelhead. Well, and the other not- thing we want to do too, and it's very important, is if I see one more picture of a guy with a 30 or a 40 pounder in his arms, obviously dead as a doornail or soon yeah. to be, those fish must be returned to the river. And I hope that if somebody does end up instituting this slot limit, that you cannot lift one of those out of the water, even for a photograph. It needs to be released and released totally unharmed if you catch one. So I'm sure this is going to be a long process. There'll be a lot of talking and yelling along the way. Real quick, James, where can they get more information? Yeah, just find us on the Facebook page or you can go to ncgasa.org. But follow us at NorCal Guides and Sportsman's Association on Facebook or Instagram, and that's the best way to get that most updated information next week. And we'd love to see you there August 24th, 6 to 8 p.m. at 1010 Riverside Parkway in West Sacramento CDFW offices. Or you can participate remotely to give us your support for the 20 to 30 inches. If you can't do any of that, the only other thing you can do is go to wildlife.ca.gov and take the angler survey for striped bass. They emailed it out to everyone. They received more angler surveys than they ever have in the history of doing this survey. 16,000 were turned in in the first few days. That gives so you an idea what... how important it is, folks, That's for it. the stripers. A lot of interest. Let's get on this, and let's make sure we protect our fisheries. James Stone, the president of the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association, thanks for hooking up with us and sharing with our audience. We appreciate it, James. We appreciate all your support. Thank you, guys. All right. Take care, my friend. All right. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, it's RVs and destinations. Then Captain Troy Barr hooks up with us with great information on Lake Perriessa. Starting to pick up, he says. We'll find out right after this quick break. 
It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Brands is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Brands offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's Sight, Scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's Super Baits and Cut Plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's Killer Fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Today, I'd like to share with you five things that make RVing easier that you might not have thought about taking along in your RV. A lot of RVers have done this in the past. Marilyn and I both take most of these things along with us. Things that you might never think you would have used in an RV. 
Well, let's get started. I've got five of them for you, and the first one is an electric tea kettle. They boil water fast. It doesn't cost you anything with propane. You don't have to fire up the water heater on board your RV. It's faster and less expensive than firing up propane and heating up your water heater, especially when you're cooking meals. But if you just want to make soup or if you want to make, you know, cereal, hot cereal in the morning, what a great way to do it. Simply turn on the electric tea kettle and you got instant hot water in about less than a minute. That's for sure. They're portable and they're small. You know, another thing that you should look for, item number two, is portable and small too. Auxiliary seating for your RV or outside when you're sitting around in chairs on your patio area or wherever you're camping. You know, a small ice chest is absolutely perfect. You can sit on that both inside at the table or outside. And it has a double function. It's full of cold drinks or something that you've brought along that needed to be kept cold. And they work well. But a nice portable stool or a small folding chair or something that can go down. Kill two birds with one stone, man. Keep the drinks in the ice chest and sit on it too, whether you're in the RV or in your campsite. Great way to go about taking care of business. Number three, here's one for you. Walkie-talkie radios. Well, with the advent of cell phones, we don't need them anymore. Wrong. When you arrive in an RV park that has no cell phone coverage and you need assistance when you're backing in, it's a real good idea to put one of those little walkie-talkies in your spouse's hand and have them tell you you're about to take a branch off of that pine tree or some other obstruction is in the way. Or maybe you should stop, move over, get out and take a look to see what you're doing. Walkie-talkies do a lot of things for you. It's, you can use that family channel stuff that they have. You keep track of the kids when you're without a phone or the kids don't have a cell phone. It also helps when backing into those tight spaces, gas stations, and places like that. It helps you communicate, makes you safer in the long run, and you can keep track of the kids too. Item number four, here's one a lot of you probably already think of. You know, they've got the slow cookers and everything. Well, get an instant pot. They will cook anything from potatoes, eggs, rice, saute, chili, soups. It becomes a slow cooker for you just using electricity. You're not burning propane. You're not using up or heating up your vehicle with all of this going on. And you can move it outside. And get this. You can also use one of the things that we do all the time, an electric fry pan. You ever cook bacon inside an RV? Well, you'll take it with you for the next year or so, or the smell with you. I'm nothing like a little plug-in fry pan that you can set outside, because most of the RVs now have plugs on the outside, too. And you can cook some of that spattery, messy stuff or stinkier stuff outside and not mess up your tight little kitchen that you have there keeping it nice and clean it's a great thing to do and i highly recommend they'll cook anything get one and number five water filtration if you've rv'd as much as Marilyn and i have you've gone to rv parks where you look at the water and say i'm not drinking that or you smell the water and say why does it smell like sulfur and many, many other odors or appearances can be found from RV parks across the United States. Well, 
You can install a reverse osmosis system. They're relatively inexpensive, and it gives you absolutely pure drinking water. Or you can install, very simple and very safe to install, is one of those inline water filters that you connect to your hose right from the hose bib, and it purifies the water before it gets into your RV. Believe me, there are varying water qualities and sources at RV parks across the United States. If you've got a water filtration or purification system, you're a lot safer than the others, and it's a very simple fix. Good luck to you when you head out there. If you think about this kind of stuff, you might have a more enjoyable trip. We'll see you on the road. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, we've all been talking about Lake Berryessa and what's going on, and I'll be talking about it a lot. Thank you for the phone call, Mr. Mark Blanton from Gone Fish and Marine. My new boat has arrived, and I can't wait. He was texting me back and forth with, uh, do you want this? Do you want that? Where do you want these? What kind of downriggers do you want? I was. Then why were you bothering me? You were so excited. Because if he couldn't get it fast enough, I knew I could get one from you. <laughs> you were so excited. Hey, my gun's just about put together. That's what Fong and I are talking about in here, these PCP guns. And now I got the boat. I'm going to throw away the gun and go fishing. I'm going to have to. Folks, just plan on me being the only one in the studio on a Saturday here in the very near future. No, after 25 years of working Saturday mornings in the studio, I know I don't want to be on a lake on a Saturday (laughs) morning No, not when you can go on a Wednesday. When you go on Wednesdays, it's like. Has there been some nuclear attack that I wasn't aware of? Yeah, thanks for thanks for having this private lake for me. Well, that lake is going to think it's going to have a nuclear attack because my big lun's going to be floating around up there. And I had to call Troy Barr with T-Roy's Guide Service and find out what the skinny is up there. So let's share that with you right now. We've got him live on air with us. Good morning, Troy. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Yeah, we're doing well. Tell what tell our listeners what's going on at Barry Essie. You said it's starting to pick up. Yeah, you know, the... Uh finally cut the water it's not coming out the other end so uh the first half of this week was really good fishing really good fishing and what did you end up doing how deep where were you uh <laughs> kind of all over the place man um from the south end up up above the island just covering some ground uh actually a lot of the bigger fish are on the bottom right now having to shorten up the leaders bigger dodgers uh just bouncing the bottom for him, really. Well, that whole area, that big flat over there towards uh, the old town, that is a productive area on that ranch side, getting out there in those flats and cutting across towards the top of that island, past the bathroom including. It's a big area out there, and those fish just seem to hug down there right below where Monticello used to be, right? There's a lot of fish everywhere up there, yeah. Yeah, and the, yeah. the big bridge that's underneath, under the water out there in the main channel, those areas all hold a lot of fish around them. 
So it's important to get out there and cover some ground. I had a buddy, Bob Smalley, went out the other day. He was working on a Garmin, getting it all tuned in. That takes some time on the water, spinning around and driving and stuff. And uh, he did a little lightweight trolling, went down. He couldn't find anything that was going to strike, went over to the dam and ended up with a real nice rainbow, apparently. So uh, they're available out there. It's just a matter of putting in time. Did you find just random strikes or did you find some consistency to it while you were out there? And what were you pulling? Uh, apex is this time of year. I'm, I'm a firm believer in the apex or a bigger spinner blade. Pink and silver, pink and white, green and yellow. Which one do you think? On the overcast day the other day on uh, Monday, it was kind of sprinkling up there, overcast, kind of windy, but the golds were working and the chartreuse was working better than anything. That's, you know, remember in the old days, we used to pull these little wee dick nights and everything. Now we're talking about a one, one and an eighth or one and a quarter inch long apex swinging around back there. Yeah, and those... uh Cocoa leaves from silver scales, like a little miniature apex, those are working great, too. Aha. Uh-huh. Another little detail for you along the way, folks. Well, you talked about shorting up the leaders, so that's to swing it around, get those fish a little bit more aggressive and a little bit more eager to take the strike. As they load up down there, are you seeing a school down there, or are you just seeing random fish down on the bottom? You know, on Monday, they were they're starting to get bunched up, but I guess... Wednesday they started opening the dam up again and kind of had the fish spread out. I was talking to some buddies that were pre-fishing for the derby today, and um, they weren't seeing the schools like we were the first part of the week. Yeah, I just got a uh, note from my buddy up there at the lake, and he says that uh, the lake is at 39.37 down right now. So it's not down much further. They must have really slowed everything down this morning. But I also understand that Pleasure Cove didn't open on time, and a lot of people were trying to launch at Markley early on today, too. So it's a busy place up there this weekend, I would imagine. There's the uh, Kokanee Power event taking place up there, too. Well, Troy, uh, what's your best guess as to what's going to happen here for the next couple of months? Because the next couple of months really are the most productive times for good kokanee fishing. And what happened to the Kings? Are you seeing any of those out there at all? We haven't caught none in a while. Uh, You're seeing some in the deeper water. They show up a little different color on my Garmin, uh, but they are there. I'm sure if a person would run like a like a nine or a twelve inch Dodger with uh, anchovy or something down there, it might be productive. But we're really not targeting them. But um, I really like August and the first part of September for the bigger fish. We got a 19 here a couple weeks ago, and uh, hopefully there's some bigger ones in there. Well, that's the name of the game. Folks, if you'd like to get out and learn from one of the best in the West, Captain Troy Barr with T-Roy's Guide Service is a great way to go out there. If I didn't have a boat sitting at Gone Fishing, I'd be hiring him in the next couple of weeks. That's how good the fishing should be. Yeah, hire him anyway. That way it'll just cut down all that time you going to look for him. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, why don't you just get on board with Troy next week, but then Mark will deliver your boat. You'll be right in the middle of him. Yeah. Well, I have it why don't you down. take your own advice you've been throwing out for 20-some years? That's what I do best. Hey, private boaters, why don't you book a guide? Cut the learning curve. <laughs> Sounds familiar to me. Yeah, it does, doesn't My it? Wife Troy, I'm going to get you a client here in a minute. Hang on, buddy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Troy, give them all the hookup information they need because I already got your phone number. 707-372-7599, fishtroys.com. All right, bud. You have a good one, and I hope to see you out there on the lake in the next week or so. Take care. All right, thanks. Bye. Captain Troy Barr with T-Roy's Guide Service. Fishing is fun, but- 
He's a hooker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that just means one thing. The man himself from the YouTube channel, Alan Fong Outdoors, joins us live in studio. Good morning, Al. Morning. Morning, everybody. Quite a morning coming in here, meeting your buddy Bobby and everybody else. Yeah, with them two hours yesterday, too. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> He's a good guy. Hey, I was watching your YouTube stuff. You know, it comes out a couple of times a week, and the first one was on the frog bites. Yeah. I, a- I, me, can't listen closely yeah. to this. That looks exciting to me. It is. It's it a, it looks a lot of like fun. a lot of fun. It's the blow up. It's really addicting. It's not exciting. It's addictive. Yeah. I, I'm watching all of this and I'm thinking they're having way too much fun and I'm watching it on TV. That was yeah. a kick. You yeah. did a great video, great action. I'm surprised you're walking. Denise should have pummeled you <laughs> for the rag you were giving her for losing fish. Uh, I have, we have a good time out there and. I had problems with my camera uh, strapped to my chest because I set the hook so hard, and it would flop up in the air all the time. She said, you know, that whole day fishing, I didn't get one good picture off of your camera. There was some great <laughs> stuff of the sky and the treetops. Yeah, yeah. really gets your I shoes. I mean, it was crazy. And then we went to the Delta. We were at a friend's pond, and then we went to the Delta. And the third cast, I lost a giant one. And I had my camera pod too low. You couldn't see the fish, but standing up, I could see it. It was big. It was probably a big around splash. eight to ten, and that thing just when he boiled, it sucked my frog down probably two feet. And if you haven't seen this yet, Alan Fong crying and in tears is not a pretty sight, folks. It's not. <laughs> no, pretty I was whining. I have to watch it. I don't cuss and everything else. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch that every now and then. <laughs> I've caught you doing it a little bit every now and then. <laughs> yeah. The edit buttons for. Yeah, exactly. That's why we've got a delay around here. Well, well so Alan, fun. the I, I I was totally shocked to be honest with you. I can't believe the bass were busting that hard on something. Is that a typical? Is that yeah. what they're going to yeah. experience yeah. all weekend out there now for, these, yeah. for yeah. the frog? They trip? will. They'll get in. Well, let bite. me tell you. What, no so, wonder the, it's such an the exciting best event. Frog and Alan will test the best frog bite is when that fish comes up under that frog and just goes sucks it. Sucks yeah. it straight. Yeah, yeah. the big, the like big it does little splash. Ducks, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Little the big ducks. blow up splash is way cool, but man, when that fish comes up behind it, then you just hear it. Suck. Yep. Oh Gone. man, that's a good one. Yeah. You know? That don't make good video. It doesn't well, make good video. <laughs> you could tell by the sound. Yeah. Uh, that swirl in the water, how big the fish was. And yeah. then you could tell how big the fish was because Alan was, oh man. <laughs> yeah, I cry a lot. Yeah, well, <laughs> when, so, so do I. When Mark Blanton and I led the Snag Proof Tournament that year on day one, I caught one out of a out of a boat slip that was a little over seven pounds, and that fish hit that frog so hard he blew water all over the boat dock and up onto the roof. That's how hard he hit that frog. Yeah, when they when they want that frog, they they go after it yeah, hard. They don't miss it, and right. it could be so heartbreaking especially in a tournament because you see that fish and they only bite one time if you miss a big one most likely he won't come back the you old know, days they'd come back now there's now. too many frog fishermen yeah. you know you made the comment a couple of times that uh, you're swinging too fast yeah i, I thought that's the whole idea thing explodes <laughs> on its swing you yeah. want it you want it to big old mouth of theirs to close and then take it you, down and you want to let it load up but a lot of times down. when they come towards you it won't load up it won't load so up. sometimes you got to just swing it's I do 65 that all the pound braid except the same braid you have on your downrigger yeah. uh, it's 65 <laughs> pound braid yeah. and a heavy rod yep Two big five-aught hooks that you're trying no, to drive through that fish. No wonder Bobby was talking about needing big guides getting 65-pound yeah, yeah. 65 65 pounds. Yeah. 65 pound they won't braid. fit through them Michael guys. No, 
No. I got some little bitty ones. Well, then you then you had your fishing report that came out, and it sounded like it was just wide open everywhere. Yeah, basically right now is a really good time of year. You could go out, you know, like you guys know, the ocean's been wide open. And they're catching a lot of stripers still in the system. I'm surprised they're still here. We were out doing a punching video the other day, and I had about an hour to spare, and I went out and looked for stripers, and I caught a couple. And they're still around. I can't believe it. The water's so warm, and they're still here. So Well, it's kind of nice to have them around. Are you hearing too, much about striper activity back there for any of the big guys, or is that pretty much over right now, or is anybody tossing in the shallows still? Um, no, there's a few guys doing it. Uh, they're catching a lot of them at night. Are they going to catch stripers on these frogs, too, this weekend? I've, I've caught them on them. I Actually, think... I was with Luke Justin. I was with Lucas out one day in the Delta helping him pre-fish, and he caught a striper on a white frog. <laughs> he thought he had a hog. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. I caught a carp one time, thought I had a hog, too. Well, Bobby told me that he had a, a carp, about 30-pound carp, sucked the frog off a of mat, and I looked at him like, are you kidding me? Hey, but he's, he's, he swear, he says, I swear to God, it happened. I've caught carp that have, I thought were the biggest fighters and battlers I've ever had in my life. I'm thinking when I get this trophy up here, then you see those scales and you just go, goldfish. <laughs> well, they didn't used to have the uh, sheriff sitting on top of the dam at Folsom. And allegedly, we would sneak in behind the buoys and fish the gates. And I had <laughs> one of the biggest carp I'd ever seen eat a Rico. Uh, off the off the surface, just come right up behind it, sucked it in, and the battle was on. I would never admit to being a small child and going up and shooting BB guns at Carpet Curiosity. <laughs> well, I would never admit that. Yeah, allegedly, I said we used to fish the gates. Yeah, I think we've got enough alleged in there. Well, Alan, your uh, YouTube channel, Alan War, Alan Warren Outdoors. Alan Fong Outdoors just keeps coming up in numbers. I'm noticing yeah, it's climbing. It's climbing. And, folks, here's how you get a subscription to it. Tell them, Al. Basically, you just go online, and when you watch one of my videos, you come to the end, hit that like and subscribe. It doesn't cost you a dime. Um, you, I think one of the problems the older guys are having is that you have to have a, a count or you have to go on there because – Basically, that's all they track you. You have to use an email address. Email address. Yeah, you have to, have, yeah. you know, download YouTube yeah. on there and just go to it. Yeah, and then you can click it. Otherwise, you click it and it just kicks you off. And if you don't have an email address, it's real simple to get. You go to Gmail and you yeah. can get one. Just it's do very one. easy to do. A couple do. seconds. Yeah, yeah, it's really easy. Basically, YouTube, what they do is they track. They tell me how old the people are watching my show. Very. Yeah. The first, <laughs> first month, it was 45 to 65. Now it's 25 to 65. And only 45 to 65 is 17%. So I'm going the right direction. And How I come you and I aren't on the list? <laughs> I know. They're booting us <laughs> off. <laughs> they want the younger maybe guys. You they don't could, want... you, maybe you could get them to start playing that at Kaiser while they're waiting for their prescription. It'll increase your <laughs> there viewership. You go. Probably will. <laughs> That's just terrible stuff. <laughs> I know that was wrong. Yeah, I'm let's, sorry. Let's, Alan. let's just brutalize our lives. <laughs> you, know, you got a lot of gray hair on your head. Too. You caused it. <laughs> yeah. You know, you caused it after 50 yeah, folks, years. You might you know, look the, in the mirror. You might get the idea that these guys at the table have fished together. Yeah, we might have. We haven't ever been in a boat together. We have Believe it or not, but we have. We've been around <laughs> each other since I was Forever. about 13. There's probably a good reason. <laughs> I've kicked them out a few clubs. He has. <laughs> Only bass club I was ever in. Alan got me thrown out of. Yeah, them are days. What? What? <laughs> and I see you gone PCP crazy. 
Yeah, my wife is going PCP. <laughs> Those are air guns. Those are air guns, not, yeah. not smoking peyote <laughs> yeah. or anything. What does it stand for? Pre-charged pneumatic yeah. is what PCP stands 3, for. 3,500 pounds of compressed air. 4,500 in mine. You got the <laughs> right? small, you got the small tube. I've got the big one. You got one. the big one, huh? Yeah, 4,500 pounds of pressure yeah. metered out at 2,800 pounds every shot, moving at about 900 feet a That's second. That's where you want to be. Yeah. And I want to be able to pull that trigger 10 times and it go through the same hole. It and will. that's what these guns do. They do, yep. They're so accurate. They are unbelievably. Alan got me totally hooked on this, and I'm going to eat up Mike Ogney's time if we talk about it, so we're not going to. go. Make sure you get over to Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube and get a subscription. It's the same as a prescription because you'll enjoy it. Alan, thanks for go. coming in the studio. Thank you. And, you know, you can mouth off anytime you want here in the studio. All right. Let's get rolling over to our next guest right now. No, right after this commercial break, Mike Ogney's going to join us. I hate him. He's in Alaska again. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171, and learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up! Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outboard, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny Lapinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.BucksOutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. There's, There's a, a new, new ghost, ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, 
hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle. 916-692-8520. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive Advantage Service Program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Larance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Larance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep-water performance. Lawrence has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lawrence.com. Lawrence is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. I hate you, Mr. Ogney. You should be hating me right now. It's been beautiful up here with some great fishing. How are you? I suppose you're just standing on the side of the river casting right now. No, no, no! I think get up. We're up. We're up late last night. We're uh, kind of wrapping up. Uh, been here for uh, in the Kenai Peninsula for the past two weeks, and um, we uh, just been enjoying it. But uh, no, I'm not fishing this morning. It's going to be more of a chore day and getting stuff ready to go on home. Good. That makes me feel better. That makes me feel better about you being up there. That you better. have to do some work instead. Well, I know you've had a fantastic time. You got a lot of fish that you targeted up there. You've had plenty of fun chasing halibut, but you're coming back here to the real world and a boat full of my cronies coming up here on the 15th. Uh, what are we likely to see happening in Bodega Bay? Well, Bodega Bay has been, uh, it's been on all week. Um, last weekend, early part of the week, uh, we had a big group of fish that moved through. Guys all chased them up the hill as far as Salt Point, get limits of fish, and now they've turned the corner. They're coming back down and uh, talked to Merlin. He was out last on uh, Thursday at limits of fish off the head. Rick Powers on the new sea, sea angler. He had limits as well. Guys are uh, still fishing out in uh, 250 feet of uh, water southwest of the head and on down towards Bird Rock. But I suspect, I was looking at the uh, sea surface uh, temp, and we got this block of colder water that's hanging offshore, but I think it's going to get pushed in. And we're going to see our, our summer pattern really kick in here over the next few weeks. So we're going to do really good when we go on out. And uh, we're going to ha- have a ball. Looking forward to having you guys on board. Well, sure. it should, should be fun. We're going to go mooching, too, which is uh, my, one of my favorite ways of doing it. Jigging for salmon is another one of my fun things to do. But tell you what, Mike's picked a date for us, and we got a boatload, and we're going to go up there and just have a spectacular time. I hope you guys will do the same thing. The Real Magic, one of the faster boats out there, very stable catamaran. You can get out and have a great day on the water. Mike, give them all the info they need so they can get a hold of Merlin and book a trip and get out there and share in the sport before it closes this year. Yeah, the, hey, the the height of the season is here. It's now. It's, uh, it's it's game on over the next few weeks. And our number to reach us to book a trip is 707-875-BOAT. 
All right. You have a great time recovering, my friend. I know you had a great evening last night, and I will see you back here <laughs> next week, my friend. Thank you much for checking in with us. We always appreciate it. Okay, guys. Have a good show. Our good friend Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com. Let's take that break. I ran way over on right now. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point opens for our 29th season, Saturday, October 22nd. Bird cards are currently available for purchase throughout the season. However, if you purchase your bird card prior to August 1st, you'll get 10% early bird bonus added to whatever you buy. So if you buy 20 pheasants, you'll get 22. If you purchase 40 chucker, you'll get 44 and so on. You don't need to plan out your entire season when you buy your bird card. You can always add any number of birds to your card throughout the season. Quail Point will be open Wednesdays through Sundays from 8 to 3, starting October 22nd through the end of March. Until then, we're shooting Sporting Glaze Thursdays through Sundays from 8 to 3. Call us with any questions at 530-735-6217 or check us out at quailpoint.com. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. And now, more California Sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and welcome to the second hour of California Sports. We're going to kick it off here in just a second by heading to the ocean. We're going to go king salmon fishing with Captain Zach Medinas in just a minute with Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures. Then we're taking you to Stampede. Then Senior Tuna joins us. He's just back from a six-day vagabond trip. He'll tell you all about the great action there. Then we'll hook up with Kevin Brock. That's right, fishkevinbrock.com. They call him ZZ Brock now. He's got it live on the water at the Feather River chasing king salmon, and he'll tell you about the opening 
of last week on the Sacramento River, limited by 726 in the morning. Travis Morgan from Guns, Fish, and Other Stuff joins us. Justin Leonard from Outcast Guide Service. And, of course, Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, joins us, too. And live in the studios, Alan Fong and Mr. Kent Brown joining me in here. Let's not waste any time. Let's go to the man himself and hook up with Captain Zach Medinas of Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures and check in on the King Salmon action going on outside the gate. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. I know you've been uh, bouncing around a little bit, doing a little rock and lingcod exploring around and fishing, as well as king salmon action. What's your target today? Uh, today we're all salmon. We're all in on salmon. And uh, yesterday we ran up north, and, you know, it's kind of a, a morning bite. We started our rock cod first and got done with that, and then uh, salmon, <laughs> salmon was pretty tough. They're, you know, they're, they're salmon, salmonoid like a trout, man. They like to get going first thing in the morning, so you don't want to miss that. So we're, we're out here just all in on salmon today. Well, that's exactly what it takes. What area are you fishing today, and how deep are these fish today? Well, they've been a little further off. Yesterday, uh, we were up north, and they were uh, anywhere from Duxbury up to the towers. But they're a little further offshore, about 140 feet. So, you know, it's uh, they've moved, moved out a little bit, so we're out here... Uh, a little deeper today and we're going to give that a go what color is your water out there it's it's a nice color it's not quite root beer but it's a it's a nice dark you know nice dark color good salmon water so we're we're pretty optimistic well zach the technique that you're using out there is pretty well loved everybody does it it's just slow trolling except it's not that slow is it right yeah you know it's a lot of guys kind of troll too slow you know you look at a big party boat and the speed they're moving by and uh you know, you can you can move these baits uh, a lot faster than people would think. You know, and uh, we're out here with the Yakima. We like the Yakima fish flash flashers. We use those in like four inch and sometimes six. And um, just a standard sinker release. You know, with the rolled uh, rolled pandancho. That seems to be getting the done for us. Well, it's a great opportunity to get out there on the water. Are there a lot of boat traffic out there? Private boaters out today too. Not too bad, you know, especially for a weekend. Um, as you know, I'm out of Fisherman's Wharf, so I get to see uh, a bit of everything. The guys that are fishing the bay for uh, buying their live bait. And the line just, you know, it doesn't seem quite as long. But, um, you know, there's been a shortage of tray bait. So we've been using a lot of, uh, you know, we brine them. Literally, we buy fresh fresh bait. And we hopefully hope that we get some pretty good size uh, live bait. And then we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll put some rocks out and ice together and get a little slurry. And then we go ahead and... Uh, you know, freeze those, brine them real quick on the way out. We pin those, and, boy, I, I think that fresh bait, you know, that doesn't hurt. You know, they eat those like a greasy uh, cheeseburger, man. They don't let it go. Now, that's a great tip for everybody there. I just got a text message in here from Bodega Bay from Ken Brown, the owner out there. Bodega Bay is hopping, customers nonstop. I must be the only shop with Trey anchovies. I wouldn't be surprised if he is the only shop with him, and he's got them for sure. Something hard to come by for a lot of folks right now. There aren't a whole lot of them out there. But if you want to wait in the line, you can get live bait right there. What do they charge them for a half scoop and scoops nowadays? Well, a half scoop is 35, and that's going to be more than, than what you need. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, you get a half scoop of bait, you might only use, you know, 25% of that if you're fishing for salmon. You know, pick out the nice big ones. And, you know, like I said, we get a five-gallon bucket together. We throw some ice in that. And we get the rock softener salt. You know, it's... Uh, you could use uh, ice cream salt or whatever. It just costs a little more. But if you get rock salt, salt, softener salt, and mix that with the ice, and 
just a little bit of seawater. You know, you want it almost like a soupy uh, consistency, like clam chowder, and you throw those live baits in there, and poof, they're they're gone and frozen instantly. And uh, it does a good job of locking in the scales too. And and we've been using that most of the season, and, and it's working really good for us. Another great tip for you folks that. Uh... The better it, your baits look, the better your fishing's going to be. No question about it. Zach, we touched on speed and, uh, I know that, uh, faster speeds, most people are used to this 1.3 to 2.2 stuff. That's not the game out there, is it? It's 3.5 to 5, probably in some cases. These fish swim fast. When they're on the attack, they can run you down, can't they? Well, that, that's correct. And I think a lot of times, rather than guys getting so focused on what it looks like on their, uh, you know, on their graph and it's, and how fast it's telling them as far as speed. You know, I, I tell everybody in the morning that my port side front rod, um, you know, don't obstruct that because it's basically my speedometer. I want to see the load that is on that line kind of coming down at a 45-degree angle. I really don't care what it says on the meter. That's just telling me how fast I'm moving across the earth. I want to know how much hydro I got pulling on my bait so that way I know if I'm getting the right spin. Absolutely. And, folks, right there is why you go out with a professional so that you can make sure you catch fish and you can pick his brain for all the details that can make you a better fisherman, too. Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures, folks, whether it's Ocean Kings or going out for rock lingcod or halibut or whatever your choice may be, one of the best there is out there. Zach, give them all the hookup info they need. Yeah, for sure. You can get a hold of us at gatecrasherfishing.com. You can also get a hold of us on all the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Gatecrasher Fishing, or you can call me. I, I like phone calls. You know, you can text as well, 925-497-7171. All right, partner, you have a great day on the water. If you get into some big action, please give us a shout back before the end of the show so we can give our listeners an update. Awesome. Thank you for having me on the show. Captain Zach Medinas with Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures. Having a good time on the water. Let's go up the hill. Let's go all the way up to Stampede. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm putting you back on hold somehow here. And I just lost Steve, so you'll have to get him back on. Let's go to Captain James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service live on Stampede Reservoir right now. Good morning, Captain. Yeah, we're doing good. Uh, I think uh, I I had Jen in the box, and while I'm up on the phone, the clients are doing the netting and every all the work, and uh, we're getting some big fish. We're getting 16 plus inch fish uh, right now, Stampede. Well, it's obviously still going on. I saw the photo you sent in. My goodness, if you got any more fish laid out, you're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah, that's what I say. It's it's uh, it's definitely not as fast. This is my favorite time of year. This isn't. This is when you can come out. Well, in June you can come out with a cigarette butt and catch 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 fish, but now it's a little bit harder. And this is when I like it. The fish are big. Uh, maybe it's about five fish a limit right now. And there's a lot of people struggling out here, and they shouldn't. You just got to do. You got to fish differently than you do in June. Well, and you just got to you know, pay more attention to your fish finder. Uh, you see a big old blob of fish. Those are all next year's fish. When you see singles near the bottom, those are the fish you want to catch. Absolutely. And, uh, so best advice is, is, you know, trust your electronics. And don't chase fish. Uh, don't chase the big blobs. Go for the singles. Unless you're really desperate for a strike, don't chase the big clubs. Because <laughs> those are just smaller fish. It's great to hear that the Stampede Coconut are coming out at a good size now. 16 and a half, and they look very, very fat, too. Thank you. Quite an improvement. Yeah, we're getting good. Quite an improvement over past years when they were putting in more fish. Now they've cut back a little bit. They're getting a larger fish out of the lake. 
Yeah, cutting back helped. The uh, the big fish die off uh, helped out too. Uh, I'm not sure what what's all working, but I ain't complaining because I'm catching big fish. That's all that matters, and I'm busy all the time. That's exactly what you want. Best depth is keeping it down just off the bottom. Is anybody out there jigging or doing any of the strange stuff, or are they all just trolling right now? I well, it's so foggy right now. I can't see twenty feet in front of my boat, so I'm not sure. Uh, what people are doing or where, where they're at. I uh, might be driving I, up a, to Stampede the next hot day if it's foggy up there and cold. How cold is it this morning? Uh, I got a sweatshirt on and a long sleeve shirt underneath, probably in the low 50s. Hey, Marilyn, we're moving. James, uh, James, hey, but I, how I long do you want to say that? Early, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, early, mor- <laughs> early morning fish in shallow waters where the big fish are. Uh, I'm in 30 to 50 feet of water. I'm staying near the bottom. Uh, after about 10 o'clock, then I move out to deep water, 100 feet plus water, and I fish in 65 to 85 feet down, and that's where the big ones are. You see a ton of fish up high, but if, unless you want to play around with 12-inch fish. Any particular uh, any particular color lure working better than others? Pink and green and pink and yellow uh lemon pink lemonade and clown are the two colors that are, are the hottest yeah that's the only two colors i'm using right now well folks uh this guy has made a living of pounding the kokanee up at stampede reservoir you can do it too great action going on up there this is the big fish time of the year when they get very aggressive and get uh start beginning to get hook jaws are you st- seeing any hooks on anything yet oh yeah we're getting hook jaws we got some of them we got color uh, but you know, the, the meat's still great quality. It, it, it hasn't gone down at all yet. Uh, I mean, we got one that's not red, but he's definitely uh, got a reddish tint to him. But yeah, they'll get that. Yeah, we, we tell one. It, oh, they, they, they still cut fine. Absolutely. Great fishing, folks, and great opportunity. Stampede Reservoir for wide open king salmon action has been going on all year, if you know what you're doing. Right place, right time, right color, right depth. Hell, there's nothing to it. James, give them all the hookup info they need so they can get a hold of you and get out there on that one or maybe chase some king salmon around the Sacramento area later on. Sounds good. You can reach me toll-free at 888-975-0990. Website is www.fishtightlines.com. All right, partner, you have a great one on the water, and please thank your guests for letting me steal you for a few minutes for the radio. Oh, not a problem. All Bye-bye. right, take care, guy. He's sounding a little tired. You know, he's doing double trips up there. He's got a morning trip and an afternoon trip with all these clients up there. Old man like us. That's a lot of fishing. Oh, baby, it's a lot of That's fishing. That's a lot of fishing. What you do know, you got? I didn't win again from Gun Owners of California. You did not, but big news. You did win, actually, Seth, because Gun Owners of California is happy to announce the next fundraising dinner is the return to the Vacaville dinner. It's the new Fairfield Vacaville dinner. How cool is this? It's at the Jelly Belly Factory. Hey, Travis. Yeah, you that's a pretty table? good deal. Uh, and the dinner is going to be a prime rib dinner catered by Kinder's Barbecue. So you're not only going to get the famous Kinder's Barbecue. Prime rib from Kinder's. You're going to get the famous Kinder's Barbecue and Jelly Belly. Stuff. I mean, how cool is that? They got chocolates there, too. I know. Jelly Belly sells that's chocolates. Got, that's going to be fun. It's on September the 30th. You can get more information by going to the gun owner's website. 
uh, and engage in the events calendar or uh, just give them a call at area code 916-984-1400. Winner number 32 of the 2022 Gun Owners of California 52 Guns, 52 Weeks Raffle, ticket 1346. Lee Herbert of Running Springs, California. Lee, you've got a Savage Model 64 semi-auto rifle in 22 long rifle. And they'll be sending you down to do all the proper paperwork on that. Gun Owners of California, their 47th year fighting for your gun rights as America's oldest pro-gun political action committee. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Jelly Belly. Belly. Jelly Belly. More important. Prime rib. Kinders. Kinders. Got my attention with Kinders. We're all over it. We're there. Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout kokanee or landlocked salmon or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. Avoid the hassle. Go with Tidelines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's killer fishing gear on Facebook or or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury Outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury Outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury Outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare, manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. It always helps when I turn my mic on. And joining us now is the man himself, Senior Tuna, our own Steve Carson, joins us. Good morning, Tuna. Good morning, Chip. So tell us about it. The Vagabond, six days. 
Holy moly! The only regret is that we had to come home. Uh oh. We should have. We should have just stayed down there forever. I told you you should have rented a refrigeration truck, Kent. In, 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 Tune in. I have a new program. I like. It's a good program. Well, I want to hear what he caught. I only have to hit him up for Tuna now about once a year, Sep. Yeah, 400 pounds coming <laughs> once a year. Well, Tuna, was it as great as uh, you expected? Yeah, yes, it, it certainly was. And um, I guess it's a good thing that there's limits because, you know, I mean, there's, there's such a thing as too much of a good thing. Uh, we managed to get uh, our legal limit of yellowfin tuna, which for people that hang out in high-end restaurants, uh, they'll know that as ahi tuna, A-H-I. But uh, for me, the highlight of the trip was catching the wahoo. And That's your fish. I have a question, Sep. Sep. Yes. Why do you think they call them wahoo? I know why. Why don't you tell our listeners why? How many, how many feet did they clear the water by? Well, you know, luckily, on this particular trip... None of them landed in the boat without a hook in them, which is a good thing because there can be a safety issue. But this is indeed the world's fastest fish. And many people think it's also the world's most tasty fish. Um, obviously, that has a lot to do with the uh, person doing the preparation, but they're certainly really great. And, uh, again, as a sport fish, they, they have no peer. Um, they've also, by a small coincidence got not just razor-sharp teeth, their teeth are like a pair of scissors. They literally uh, uh, mesh together, and if you're not careful, not only will they bite through your line, they'll bite through you if you uh, get in the way. So you kind of have to be a little bit careful. But most important, uh, you, you, you hook one of these things, the drag starts ripping off your, your reel, and you've heard people say, oh, the fish ran so fast it felt like it was 40 miles an hour. Yeah, it was probably well, 60. This really is 40 or 50 or 60 miles an hour. It doesn't just feel like it. It is. And people often, they can't believe it's happening. And so they, they make some sort of a move towards the reel's drag. Or worse, they try to thumb the spool. Uh, let me put it this way. It's a bad, bad, bad idea. Your thumb will never be the same, folks. It And, um, you know, yeah, I guess it's a good thing that uh, that these fish are, I shouldn't say they're never caught in California, because if, you're, if you recall when we had the blob, which was a little, a little patch of Hawaiian water that kind of drifted down off Southern California in 2015 and 2016, those were the only two years in history the wahoo were actually caught in california uh you know they're a central and southern baja fish and of course they're a hawaiian fish so uh they take a little bit of going after but they are in my mind the ultimate game fish they're also really good looking too they're they're a very pretty fish hey i know you're going to be coming up here you've got a trip scheduled on the california dawn with your pen fishing universities that went up on the 15th i believe and uh when you come up here for that, I'm sure James is going to mention something to you that you might be aware of already. You know about the blob 40 miles out? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do know about that. I, I'm not quite sure how we're going to handle that. No, he's got, but, he uh, said it's about a three to four hour run and he's, uh, just paying attention. He wants a few other guys to make the runs first, but it looks like Albacore, 
just about everything, everything, including Dorado coming around out there, swordfish or some kind of a billfish was caught also. So there's definitely action going on out there. Warm water moving in closer to California's coast. Well, the the bluefin have already been caught out of Santa Cruz. That that that's already established, and the number of dorado. Uh, I, I should I should add because I was so excited about the wahoo. We also caught a very nice number of dorado, and uh, even the local boats are now catching limits of dorado, and they're they're you know they're moving north with the current. They're probably going to keep moving north at least until the second week of. September, maybe even the third week of September before things start to cool off and they kind of drift back south again. So how far will they reach on their northern movement? Nobody knows for sure, but got to get out there and try it. Steve, you just got off the boat. Did you make your reservations for next year at the same time? Uh, Well, not only I did, but pretty much everybody, when they step off the boat these days, they just sign themselves up for the following year. That's that's pretty much standard practice. If you want to get on the long-range boats, you better be looking at your 2023 schedule right now. If you think you're going to wait till next spring and then maybe pick a trip in, uh, oh, July or August, maybe on a good weekend, it won't be happening. You know, these, these kinds of things are important, folks, to make these reservations. I just got a, a notice. I wanted to go up to Togiak Lodge again figure at least one more time while I'm still kicking, go up and get the silver salmon that I really enjoy catching up there. And I got a notice that said, we're booked for the 2023 season. We're now booking for the 2024. Wait a minute. Folks, I'm not kidding you. It'll have an impact on you. If you want to go this year, you might not be going. If you At your need... age, you better book. <laughs> I better talk to my doctor <laughs> quick. You know, book your trips. If you want to go, book a trip because you may not go if you wait for Steve to say, Sep, it's wide open. Everybody get on boats now. There's not going to be a seat, is there, Steve? Exactly. Uh, obviously, we don't really know what's going to happen in 2023 yet. Other than the boats are going to be full. So if you're thinking about going, especially if you're going in prime time, um, you better get online, check the boat schedules, see what fits your schedule, get it booked now. You got it. Steve Carson, Senior Tuna, the Director of Penn Fishing Universities. We always appreciate your info, Steve. Thanks for joining us again today. Thanks, Seth. Steve Carson, Director of Penn Fishing Universities. Let's waste no time. Hey, play it. Why not? That's right. We got the man himself right now, ZZ Brock. FishKevinBrock.com joins us live from the Feather River King Salmon Fishing this morning. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, buddy? How was that for a little blast of music for you? Man, I love it. I love it. It always jazzes me up, and it was so much fun making that video and all those fish. It's just a good thing, you know. Take a look at his website, folks, when you have a chance and uh, watch the whole video. And listen closely to the words, you know, like red shirt, black dog, just like Kevin. You know, you'll figure it all out, folks. Kevin, first of all, let's talk about the exciting opener you had last weekend. After we got off the phone, all hell broke loose. Yeah, last Saturday we had talked about, you know, hey, what? conditions what's going on what's looking good and the barge hole may be a, a place to be and it may be good well we were right we were right on this one boy what an opener everybody was catching fish nets were flying big fish this year big fish our biggest of the, of the morning was 
on a scale, 25 pounders, 26 pounders. I didn't normally get them. All the guides got them. Everybody was having a good time. It was one of the best openers not only I've seen in a while for fishing, but camaraderie. The guys were getting along. The people were happy. I really loved it. You know, a week before, I'm at, I'm at the Togiak River in Alaska catching 25 to 30-pound cromers right out of the Alaskan salt coming up into the river with bears standing next to me. Been there. Fly back. Fly back. week later, you know, here I am on Cal- in California, you know, at the famous barge hole, and I got a 30-pounder on the line that I'm just getting ready to scoop. I'm like, my life is really good. Alaska-style fishing. Really good. Alaska my life fishing. Is really good right now. It's just, it's amazing that we have it here in our own backyard, just like you have when you've traveled up to Alaska for the great action. Well, today you've decided after limiting out for the eight fish at 726 Saturday morning last week, you've taken a look and listened to everybody and you've moved over the feather today. What brought along that move? Well, so here's, here's what brought that move on. So the mouthy, the American, the mouthy, the American, it seems like it's been the best place so far that's been the most consistent fishing. But all those fish were moving through, so I'm like, well, the barge hole's going to fish. We went there for the opener. The second day, I didn't fish there. Um, but reports were pretty good. Some guys getting three, four fish, and then it just tapered off. Boom. Those fish, when the fish are bright like that and they're new, they squirt through really fast. They keep moving. They got a lot of pressure on them. Boom, they shot up, you know. So we're waiting for the next wave. So the feather had some fish. I'm scouting it. I'm seeing some fish roll. Some of my buddies are fishing from the bank. They're seeing some fish. So this morning, slip over there, checking it out. I got another buddy over there fishing, another guy I know over there fishing. couple fish roll, one grab in the morning. It's a bust. It's a bust today. We don't have nothing. It ain't, it ain't happening yet. Yet. Well, I'm going to keep moving around. Those fish come moving they- around. Those fish will move as much as you do, Brock. That's just the way it works. They're leaving one hole, moving up a couple of holes. Are you fishing flats? You fishing deep hole? What are you looking for on the feather? We're definitely fishing flats and traveling lanes. They're not going to be sitting in the deep holes. They're going to be scooting through that warmer water, looking for the colder water upstream. So you just got to get in front of them and, uh, you know, where they're coming through. The bank guys aren't getting them this morning. I haven't talked to anybody up on the sack yet. But, you know, we're just right in, right in transition. So so I could come around the corner in an hour and go bang, 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 and have four chrome bright silver kings, or we could just keep going. You know, that's fishing at this time of year. But consistently, the ocean, the fish are moving in the ocean. They're moving up. The American River, again, the mouth of the American, lots of boats fishing. For the first time we've seen in like 10 years, you know, 40, 50, 60 boats in there, and guys are catching some fish. So that's awesome news for SAC Metro. I mean, that's just so cool because guys down there can, don't have to travel a long ways. Then when those fish start pushing through there, the Feather River, the, the upper Sacramento, this, this year it's going to be more upper, Red Bluff. And people are say, you know, I've heard people say, oh, you know, you know yada, 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 those fish are kind of darker. You know, what, 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 wait, wait, guys, they are traveling 30, 40 miles a day. You saw some of those fish we caught on opening day. They were beautiful, beautiful-looking fish. I mean, silver-looking orange, bright orange meat inside. I'm like, yeah, baby. Well, These with the action going on, out, with all the action going out in the ocean right now and the numbers of fish that they're reporting, you're going to have trains full of fish heading up your river. That's just they the way just, it is. It's just getting started. People oh, are yeah. Thinking, 
you know, and they're asking when's peak time. I'm like, you know, the next full moon, the next full moon on this, these fish are going to make a surge, and it's going to be from, you know, August 15th, 16th, all the way, you know, into October. And we'll talk about it. We'll give reports. We'll let you know. But, I mean, it's going to ha- it's going to be a salmon year this year. It's going to be the best King Salmon River season we've seen in probably about 12 years. Well, let's so, keep our fingers I'm crossed that. Let's keep our fingers crossed. That's exactly the case because we need one. The anglers need one. The guides need one. And we just got to get out there and have some great fun. Folks, if you haven't booked a trip yet, you need to book it now. Kevin is very sharing with his information, so don't be shy. Kevin, real quick, give them all the hookup info they need, the phone number, as well as the website so they can find out more. Yeah, you bet. Hey, thanks, Seth, for that. And if guys, you guys don't, you know, aren't able to book a trip, I'll let you know where we're fishing. I'll let you know what we're fishing with. I'll help you out because I like you catching fish too because it just that's just what I do. And they can reach me anytime in the office at 800-995-5543. Actually, you won't reach me. You'll reach Samantha, but uh, she'll take care of you in the office. And you can always shoot me an email or anything like that at fishkevinbrock.com. Thank you, partner. We appreciate you. Have a great day on the water. And if things change for you, give us a shout back before the end of the show. Let us report it for you. Awesome, awesome. Love you guys. Thanks for all you do for the fishery. Uh, I got to get back out. Do right. it. FishKevinBrock.com. So enthused. He's uh, fired up and ready to go. Hey, speaking of that, where's Marilyn? It's time for Get a Clue. Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. In the past couple of weeks, we've had news of drownings in our local area. People have died who should have been wearing life jackets. For one thing, the waters and rivers with mountain runoff are very cold. But it seems like folks just don't pay attention or don't know better. Why would anyone go boating, water skiing, or swimming without being aware of the dangers involved? Wear a life jacket. Emergencies and accidents do happen, and a boat can get swamped by a big wave or get hit by another boat. A child can fall out of the boat, or a swimmer can get into trouble. Know your limitations, and certainly those of your children. If you're going to be on or near the water, have life jackets available and be wearing one. If you're a statistic on the news, that means you weren't in your life jacket. You were found under it. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. And here's a chance to own a life jacket. Caller number three. Call us at 800-920-1140. Caller number three. Call in now and win a life jacket. 800-920-1140. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. 
The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Just a reminder, you just heard one of our Get a Clue segments. Do you know our newsletter has a clue in it every week? Do you know we put out a newsletter? It's all about what Ultimate Bass and California Sportsman Radio shows will cover on Saturday mornings on Sacktown Sports 1140. You need to be a subscriber. Your edition of the newsletter will then appear in your email Thursday night or Friday morning, and you'll know what's set for Saturday morning listening. You'll know who's going to be talking and about what, and you'll get the latest on fishing action and results. The in-depth segments for tips, suggestions, advice, and how-tos. The upcoming events let you know where and when. To get in on the latest, win prizes, and be aware, sign on. It's free. Simply send your email address to marilynatsteps.com or sepatsteps.com. What could be easier? And the newsletter makes you smarter. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Mr. Morgan. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you going? If I got any better, I'd learn how to push this button only once instead of twice. Oh, but it's much, fun, much more fun pushing it twice. You know where you're going to have some fun, Travis? You have so many things going on, but I want to stop everything that we were going to talk about and talk about the GOC dinner that we just announced a little while ago. Yeah. Talk about it. Tell us what's going on. I well, need to take, I need to take. dinner's coming back up again. We're going to have it over at uh, Jelly Belly this year. It's September 20th, I think it was, and got tables available, and of course, guns fishing, going to supply the guns, and 
I'm chairing the dinner, and my wife is helping me, and i got a couple other friends going to help us out. I would hope so. Where's the old man? Isn't he helping anymore? Uh, who? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Travis, every year you guys put, or most every year you guys put on a great event for Gun Owners of California. It's an absolutely great event out there. And uh, my question to you is, are you buying the table or am I buying the table? And we got to do this. I want to be there and support you. I've already so. bought it for us. All right. Well, let me know if you need a couple more seats. I can drag a couple more guys in there that we can get that filled up real quick. Are you going to do that pistol thing again that you do every year? Probably. Yep. Everybody at the table can win. Everybody yep. there gets the same gun. That yep. is, that's yep. a, that's an amazing thing. I want to run around and buy extra tickets from all the other tables like the smart people do. Yeah, those the smart ones do. You, <laughs> we, you, ain't been, we ain't never been accused of being that, though. Well, I'm going to probably bring some cash to do it this year. I can tell you that right now. Well, Travis, things are popping. No question about it. Everything's about to bust loose. you got potluck action going on out in the bay. The guys are fishing rock and ling and halibut running all over. I bet you got a couple of those lures and jigs and things they might need for that in stock, too. We certainly do. we got the lures, jigs. we got the rods, reels. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go try them out. I booked Cal Don for next Sunday, and I'm taking our crew out. Oh, outstanding. You're going to be, have water pollution on the ocean. Yeah. Are we part of the crew, sir? I, I, I didn't get the invite, but I, I'm sure when I get yeah, home today. I think we're part of the crew, I, aren't we? I'm sure today he'll have us on the yeah. little yeah, list. there you go. <laughs> we'll just check in on the Calvary Don say bill it to him. Yeah, bill it to me. Everybody else did. <laughs> hey, Travis, one of the things we hadn't talked about yet is dove season is right around the corner right now. We got any of those uh, $100 shots that we can take at dove? Yes, we do. That's a big deal. We got, I'm down to about a half a pallet of dove load, and I can't find any others out on the horizon yet. So if you want your dove loads, you need to get them in. We got Winchester 6s, and they're fifteen ninety nine a box. It's a great deal if you can. You know, and like I said, I'm down to about a half a pallet now. <laughs> well, folks, if you're into shooting that opening day, it seems like everybody goes out for opening day and then everybody forgets about it after that. But yeah, it, pretty much. It's opening day is the deal, and everybody goes out, has a great time, shoots their doves, and then, oh, well, that's over. I got my 10. <laughs> yeah, well, and after you've eaten 10 doves, I'm about have enough to eat, too. That's generally the way it works. But I want to remind everybody out there, we got two kinds of main doves flying around out here. And uh, you see that Eurasian dove. That's the one that gets up in the trees and barks at you, it seems like. It's so loud. And they're about twice the size. And there's our... no limit on those. That's right. There's Make sure you can tell them apart. One's a lot whiter and browner and lighter than the other one is gray and dusty looking. Yep. yep. The, the, the Eurasians, the, the morning doves are 10 doves uh, limit. The Eurasian, there is no limit and no season. And the breast is at least twice the size on the Eurasian doves than it is on the others. And Alan Fong is leaning forward to want to remind everybody you can shoot them with pellet guns, too. That's right. You can shoot them with whatever you want. It is not a game animal. It doesn't require stuff like that. Yeah, you yep. can go out and shoot them with PCPs. We do it all the time, out to 50 to 100 yards. Yeah, and... As you know, these PCP rifles are accurate. And Travis yes, has got a few of them available, too, at the stores. If you have a chance, take a look at them when you go out there. And we're, when we're talking these pellet guns, this even those kind that break down the barrel, you can single load and do yeah, it. Yeah. You can shoot them with those. You can shoot them with BB guns. You know what? California just wants them gone. That's why you can go out and shoot them. But based on the numbers that are out there, you can shoot all you want. You're not going to have an impact on the population, I don't think. 
No, probably not. They've tried it with everything else, so why not try it with the doves? Well, Travis, you've got a big ranch out there that you and your dad own, and uh, I get my share of doves just in my trees. Are you getting tons of Eurasians out there, too? No, I'm not. I'm really shocked. I've only seen a few doves so far this year, and it's been so dry. You know, we usually we plant a field for them, but nothing. I had a hundred doves land in my three trees out front last night in five minutes while Marilyn and I were out there watching them. So how do the neighbors feel about 20 gauges? Well, they, they feel real good about PCPs. There's no problem shooting the PCP guns. Yeah. Next, they're going to have a PCP shotgun. You watch. That'll be the next thing coming out on the market. That'd be interesting. Well, they've already made a semi-automatic, too, which yeah. is kind of a scary thought. And I, I see they have BB guns that'll shoot semi-automatic, too. They Just, got BB guns that'll shoot full auto. Oh, great. Just <laughs> what we need out there. Just what we need. Well, a lot of, a lot of changes going on, a lot of things happening, but deer season's right around the corner, too. How about ammo for deer now with the non-lead? Deer ammo is getting real scarce. People have come in and run to get their stuff the last couple of weeks, and we're getting real tight on deer ammo. And it opens next Saturday. So guess where I'm going to be next Saturday? Uh, you won't be out scouting. You'll be sitting in a tree probably or leaning against one and not moving all day. There'll be a red and white ice chest next to you loaded with ice and cold drinks. And if there's not some food in there, I'd be real surprised. There you go. <laughs> Sounds like a great day of hunting next to that tree, doesn't it? Yep, yep. I'm going to be hunting on Saturday, fishing on Sunday. Well, that's exactly the way to do it. And that's how they do it down there at fish, at Guns Fishing and other stuff. Everybody is going fishing. They're all experienced at it, and they all get out and do it. So stop by the store, whether it's in Vacaville or their store down in Dublin, California, and get all the goodies you need for potluck action, dove season, duck ammo, and deer season right around the corner. It's all happening. Travis, real quick, you got seminars coming up, too. That's right. DJ's going to be in the store on the 12th talking about how to catch these, uh, the potluck stuff out in the bay. He's also a good deckhand on the uh, Cal Don, so it'll be a heck of a seminar. It's uh, Friday the 12th, starts at 6, and runs to about 7 or 8. And then on August 27th, you all these new gun buyers are coming in. How do I clean my gun? How do I take it apart? Well, we're going to put a class on it's going to be August 27th at 8 o'clock in the morning, run to about 10. Uh, Registration is 30 bucks, but you're going to get a free good cleaning kit when you show up to, for the uh, seminar. And that's going to be both in Vacaville and in Dublin on the same day, same time. Well, we'll remind everybody as they continue to approach, those are important things to get out there, because I know Kent Brown will be able to clean a shotgun now. Uh-oh. He probably hasn't done that in 20 years. Well, you don't want to know me. how I do that. I clean them once a year whether they need it or not. Yeah, I can't. Well, see, I shoot pumps, not semis, so I don't worry about jamming. It's a can of brake cleaner and a can of gun oil set. That's a, a whole can of gun yep, oil. Yep, one of, one of each. Yeah, you can use a, in the pinch, you can use 30 weight, too. Yeah. <laughs> if you had it under the seat of the truck, it works fine. Yep. Tra- Travis Morgan <laughs> with Phillips 66 selling this product. No, 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 he's guns fishing and other stuff. That's right. Travis, thanks for hooking up with us, bud. We appreciate it. Hope you have a great hunt out there next weekend. You know I'm going to be bothering in you the blind that morning anyway. Yep, that's right. I'll be trying to find a place to get a signal. You got it, partner. Thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great weekend. I'll see you in the store. You got it. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at GunsFishing.com.
And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. You think I'm running long? No, I'm not running long. I'm going to make it. I'm going to not waste any time. We're going to go live right now to Captain Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service. He's been a busy boy lately. Let's talk with him. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. Well, I can hardly believe you're awake at this time. Let's see. You've been up to some crazy stuff. Bullard's Bar, Englebright, Fish and Salmon, and now you're on an all-night catfish and crappie trip? And you're going to, you're going to one of those requirements today called a wedding, I understand also. Yes, sir. So tell me about last night. Justin's getting taken out for a drag today. Yes, so. he is. <laughs> as soon as he told me, I thought, oh, he's, yeah, she's getting, trolling Justin. He's getting taken out for a drag. Well, these are the prices that one pays for going out uh-huh. to Bullard's Bar to Inglebright to the river for catching salmon and then hanging out doing an all-nighter on catfish. Tell us about it. How'd it go? Uh, last night was actually pretty darn good. It was not a whole lot of catfish, realistically, uh, but the crappie fishing was pretty pretty unreal. Uh, that was silly. We got crappie up to like 14 and a half, 14, almost 15 inches, and a whole pile of them. Where were you fishing for these? Uh, up kind of the river arm, I guess you could say, at Collins. Um, they're just big clouds of bait back here and put down the light and Jig them up, a bunch of spoons, and just have a ball. So doing that, and then had the catfish rods out the on the out, outskirts of the lights. And uh, no, we did catfish up to like twelve pounds. And this morning, we actually got in a pretty good little bite. All night long fishing, you can imagine that, Alan. Say, you know, you're up there, you're all excited. It's nine o'clock, ten o'clock. You're asleep. Because, yeah, but it's worth it. But <laughs> I just can't imagine staying awake all night. So what do you do? You put bells on things and let them wake you up. No, you're crappie fishing in the meantime, and you're so busy catching crappie, you can't fall asleep. I can believe that. I've caught a few in my lifetime. You fillet them in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, you can fillet each <laughs> Knock the sides off. As soon as they come across the deck. 15-inch crappie is pretty big. Hey, I saw Alan's eyes light up when he said those crappie were biting at Collins. He's, Alan knows how to get to Collins. Yeah, just go off in one of the corners back there. It's an easy place to find. Well, Bullard's Bar is still cranking out Cokes, obviously. Englebright, you're yeah. getting great rainbow and some stunning kokanee out of there also up to, what, 17 and a half, 18? 18 and a half is the biggest so far. I think we'll be able to scratch out a 19. I just haven't done it yet. All right. Last week, uh, you were going to be heading over to the, to the Feather River. How did your Feather River action go for you? Uh, we were on the Feather yesterday. We went two for four. So a few fish are starting to kind of roll through and then fish downtown South Metro here three days ago and went one for three down there. And it just kind of seemed like this bright, you know, this really nice bright fish had left. We're like, all right, they should be kind of rolling into the backyard now. So we came on up, and uh, there's some fish coming through, but there's, you know, it's not time yet, but there's more fish than what we had last week. Well, get ready, son, because as soon as this next full moon comes around, you're going to have a river full of fish. They're going to make a surge, and it isn't going to stop. You're going to see fishing bouncing all over the place. You're going to look at graphs in the morning and go, there must be 200 fish in this hole, and there will be. It's going to be a great season. You guys have got it wired. Folks, if you haven't made your reservations, you need to do it now. Justin, give them all the hookup information so they can get a hold of you and get booked. Absolutely. Facebook and Instagram is great. Facebook, I'm mostly active on, but it's got all the contact information, phone number, email, current reports, all that good stuff. But for the phone number, is 530 277 All right, Justin, have a great day out there. Glad you had a good trip last night. Keep catching those crappie. They're tasty little buggers. Take care. Thank you.
All right, he's having some fun, obviously, out there. Well, in my consistency of wasting no time, let's go right now to the editor of Western Outdoor News, the guy that cranks out all the information that I steal for the radio show, Mr. Dave Hurley, joins us now. Good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Kent, I want to um, congratulate you on that outstanding interview with Alan and Bobby at the end of your show. Everybody should listen to that on the archives. <laughs> They were dropping some knowledge today. That was fantastic. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun to have Bobby in studio. Morning, Dave. Yeah, was, good morning, Alan. How you doing? That was great good. to hear you guys talk about the tides. Just knowing that you know it so intimately, and uh, it just uh, it just it kind of gives us an inspiration to what the things that we could do. Yeah, there's a know, bunch of old people in here today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Everybody got gray you know, hair. Ain't none of us running the Delta with a map. I'll just tell you that much. That's why I always hung out with the guys that have the knowledge. So that was fantastic. One of the things that we didn't cover today, um, and you did such a great job of covering so much, I was glad to hear Barry S. picking up a little bit, but Lake Tahoe for Kokanee has been fantastic this last week. It's just an unbelievable. J.D.'s been slaying them up there, and and they're nice. They're up to almost 15 inches. He's been fishing in rain gear, too. Yeah, <laughs> been some downpours you know, hit up there. Oh, there was some. Apparently, Don Pedro got just blasted yesterday, two hours straight. Good. It really shut down the fight. But it was, uh, and when I was, I was in Tulare this last week, and uh, they had flash flood warnings down in uh, Kings and uh, Tulare County. Oh, so it was it all was up close. and down, 88, 89, 89 Markleyville, yeah. up through there. I'm just hoping some of that water comes down these creeks and Somewhere. ends up <laughs> dropping a little bit into the sack and or the feather and getting a little fresh ed or that scent in the water, moving these fish in sooner. And maybe it's just enough water to do it. We'll find out. Cooling temperatures will certainly help. There's no doubt about that. Dave, what other opportunities do you have out there for freshwater guys? You know, one of the places that's a ghost town right now, and if you can get your boat in on the left side of the ramp without too much trouble, you're going to get easy limits out of Maloney's up to 18 inches, 17, 18 inches. As you're limiting out uh, within, oh, maybe 25, 30 minutes. Yeah, they're stacking them nowadays. It's a uh, bite is on, folks. Yeah, and they're down at 80 feet, you know, and you and, you know you use your larger lures now, your your apexes and your jpexes with the big dodger, and they're doing they're, they're but nobody's fishing that lake now, you know, and part of it's because of that launch ramp situation, but if you get your boat in there early, it's on. Well, That's Folsom's Folsom's the same way now. Granite Bay has moved over to the you know dirt parking lot. Smaller launch ramp, so you're better off to go to Browns Ravine or Folsom Point. You know, and up at Eagle Lake, the launch ramp's getting a little thin, too. They're figuring it's going to be good at least through September or so. And yeah. I know the guys up there. They'll be putting rocks in place. And they'll Clear be Lake's fish- a matter of inches. I mean, they they're measure that uh, in inches at Clear Lake now. Well, Dave, uh, have you been out playing? Have you been out drowning any worms anywhere? No, but I am looking forward. This Wednesday, I'm going on a rockfish research trip. Those things, uh, anybody that's interested in going on those trips, uh, it's through the California Collaborative Research Project, um, run out of the Moss Mallet Landing Lab, and we're going to be going to Año Nuevo. And uh, you don't keep any fish on that, but, boy, these scientists are dedicated. They just work really hard, and, uh, you know, they, they, they target and they tag the fish. They keep measures of everything that's caught there, and uh, they're just a lot of fun to go. Well, and you'll be joining us. You'll be joining us on the fifteenth on our great trip out of Bodega Bay for Kings too. So, we'll have a boatload of fish and of crazy so something or others riding around in that boat most of the morning, is my guess. And, and we get the mooch too, and that is really exciting. And, and I understand Alan's 
there. Is that right? Well, I'm twisting his arm in here right now. He's had a hard time changing an appointment. I told him he needs oh, to. I'm trying. <laughs> All right, Catherine wants. All right, Dave. We got to bail out of here, David. So thank you for the updates on it. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News and uh, Mr. Brown, it is going to be an exciting trip on the 15th and we got to put more pressure on this little uh, guy. Yeah, we got corner. Mr. Blanton to come now. So that'll be fun. And you, except you need to do me a favor. When you get Marilyn at home, you need to log her on to Major League Fishing so she can watch Justin Lucas. Is, is he he's, first or second? That, well, he, it's a battle right now. They are, they are volleying like a tennis match between him and Jacob Wheeler and, and it's day one back in Major League Fishing. So I know Marilyn will want to watch her. She's right there right? staring through the window, wondering right That's now. That's right. She'll be <laughs> wanting, wanting to watch. Everybody just think good things for Justin, like M&M's, one of his favorites. <laughs> I want to thank you all for listening and hanging around with us in the studio. I want to thank all the guests that helped out, too. And Nate, our new control board guy. He's doing a fine job. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.